Well, Scott Kaplan, it is a million dollar Monday, so that's a good thing. Hopefully, no one should take your advice on how to win the million dollars based on what transpired here recently. Well, that's good advice from you to not take my advice. That's very good advice. Let me tell you, George, it did. It all started on Friday night. It all started with the Lakers losing to the Clippers. It moved into Saturday midday. I thought San Diego State would beat Utah State in the Mountain West Conference Championship that was being played in Carson at Dignity Sports Health Park. That didn't turn out the way I had planned. Mm -hmm. The only thing that actually worked for me was my Pitt Panthers winning the ACC Championship over the weekend, so that was good news. And then yesterday in the NFL, I decided to go with my heart rather than my head. And my heart is on life support right now. So having gone 0 for 4 in picks against the spread, here's what's bound to happen tonight. I picked the Patriots to win tonight. Anybody who's placing a wager, I picked the Patriots. I'm 0 and 4. Do not take the Patriots. Take the Bills. The Bills win huge tonight on Monday Night Football because everything I've said, George, the opposite came true. Okay, fair enough. Then let's just do that. Let's just ride. Do you think if we just rode the opposite of your picks, like how well would we do, do you think? Well, right now you'd be 4-0. Because right, I'm because that's what I did this weekend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You crushed it, and I got destroyed. Yeah, I picked literally. As we were doing our picks against the spread, I said, you know, I, the first one we were like, you know, you, you picked uh, the Bengals. You said that was your five. And by the way, for those that don't know, we do like a, a confidence vote to each of our five picks. Uh, the game we're most confident in picking against the spread against, we assign the number five. And the game we're least confident in, we assign a one. And then, you know, two and three and four and so on and so forth. And we, you can only use each number once. Um, so you were like right out of the gate. Oh, the Chargers, we saw who they were. They stink. Yada, yada. Pooey. Fart noises. Yeah. Chargers stink. Go with the Bengals. That's my five. Yeah. And I was like, nah, man. Overreaction. Yeah. That is the overreaction bet of the weekend, and it was. Well, I should have just played the pattern. You know, the pattern was um, win, lose, win, lose. Mm -hmm. So this was the, the week to win. Mm -hmm. now, now, this upcoming week, if they lose against the Giants at SoFi Stadium, that follows the pattern, but I, I have a hard time really seeing that going down because the Giants are probably one of the worst two or three teams, yeah. eh, three or four teams in the entire NFL. But, yes, I was confident that Cincinnati would win that game but Cincinnati did what the Chargers usually do. They spanosed all over themselves. They did everything they could do to give the game away to the Chargers. Interceptions, fumbles taken back to the house, uh, picks in the end zone when trying to press. So, yes, I screwed that one up. That was the first one. What else did I screw up? Um, and then the Raiders. You took the Raiders instead of the Washington football team. You screwed that one up. Yeah, my heart was with the Raiders. I was trying to, uh, you know, I was trying to hold out hope for a great hold story. Hold on. Laura, what did you just say? I said, why? Ugh, the Raiders? Come on, Cap. It's well, worse than picking the Chargers. I, well, but the Raiders... Not are, to Cap. No, the Raiders True. are an interesting story. I mean, the Raiders lose their coach. They lose two first-round draft I mean, that was, draft that was like a month and a half ago. No, already, I know, I but like. it's controversial, and, it's, and, and they recovered after that. You know, they won a couple mm. of games back-to-back. -back. Yeah. So my heart said go with the Raiders. Another terrible pick because the Washington yeah. football team went to Vegas and yeah. got that win. Two but points, I, by the way. And, and I told you again, another overreaction. People are going to overreact to beating the Cowboys on you know Thanksgiving and all that, and you know everybody's watching, and and that's it. That, that's true. You fell for all the, the uh, overreaction I traps. I went with I, went with, I, I overreact, and yes. I fell for the overreactions. Now, that's two of the four games. Yes. The Rams. Okay. 
So the Rams had been playing. Oh man, so you poorly. made that one quick too. Oh, you yeah. were like, oh, Jacksonville covers the points, no right. problem. Oh yeah, I was I was sure of it that Jacksonville yeah. couldn't win the game, yeah. but they could at least be competitive in right. the game, given yeah. the way the Rams had played the previous three weeks. And boy, that was a disaster as well. Man, the Rams got to be so happy. They have had like a full preseason in the middle of the regular season, and uh, you needed a get-right game after losing three straight. Jacksonville provided that for you, no problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's three. It's over. Right, and three. then the other one was oh, the Chiefs. Yeah, the yeah. Chiefs. You went yeah. with uh, the Broncos for some strange reason. Well, because again, because I fell for the overreaction. The Broncos yeah. had beaten the Chargers. The Chiefs are winning, but they're not quite winning the way they once were. And I think yeah. the stat goes. But their defense Mahomes, is really good. I said to you, all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden the defense. No, it's which, not all of a sudden. It's been for weeks now. Well, but remember the beginning of the season. That was a big part of why the Chiefs weren't succeeding. And they've they've gone out and they've found little pieces here and there. And they've, they've picked up a player or two, made a trade. And, yeah, their defense is playing much, much better when their offense is not quite the Kansas City offense that we've come to know over the last two to three years. Mm-hmm. So I fell for all of it. So, again, remember, I want everybody listening to remember this. I picked the Patriots to win tonight. Right. So go bet the Buffalo Bills tonight. By the way, Big. there's like 40-something 40 mile, 40 mile-per-hour gusts today in Buffalo. And snow game. coming down right now. Yeah. So, yeah. listen, this is a great game to watch Assuming you live in Southern California, where you know our right, weather is you're like, ooh, how pretty the snow! Right, right. Look yeah. how nice it looks there. Good thing I don't live in that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's a rough uh, and then the Camus. Course. When should I expect my Camus? Well, that will about depend. our Lakers bet. I yeah. here's the thing about the Camus. I demand that I deliver the Camus in person. It's not the same <sighs> to have it delivered. Okay, I could put it in the mail. Well, let me rephrase that. I could, in theory, put it in the mail. Yeah. For example, George, I got a message from a listener this weekend, and he said, I want Sedano's robe. If Sedano doesn't want the robe, yeah, I, saw I that. want yeah. the robe. And I said, go ahead, give it to him. So here's, so he says to me, he goes, hey, can I send you my address, and you'll get me the robe? And I said, there's no chance of that happening. And he said, well, well why not? I said, because the robe is with me. It's in my possession. We don't go into the radio station right now. We're still broadcasting from home. If you expect me to actually physically go to the post office and send the robe, it will never happen. If I'm in the radio station, I hand it off to somebody, it's a likely possibility you'll get it. But if you think I'm going to be able to do it, I have no execution skill whatsoever. I'm an idea guy. I'm a visionary. But when it comes to executing, George, I got nothing. I got no game at all. Mm. Okay. So I don't want to send you the Camus. I want to hand deliver you the Camus. So you're going to make me drive to the studio to go do this and get the Camus? It's a, it's a much bigger schlep for me than it is for you, pal. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, come on. Are, aren't we all going to be here on the 17th or the 16th, one of those two days anyway? Those right? were the dates mm-hmm. that are I we? suggested. Are we? I think so, yep. I mean, I'm always here, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily <laughs> like, expecting yeah. to have to be here, to be quite, quite frank. I no, no, we say, talked about this. Right, but don't you remember what George said? George was like, come on, really? You're going to make me schlep into the station for this? Come on. Yeah, that was exactly what I said. Because, actually. because, But think about it, though. Hold on. Think about it. Back mm-hmm. then, it was to get the robe that you didn't want. Now... It's to get the Camus that you do want. Right. So I think you should just send it via mail because you lost yeah, well, the bet. Also, you know? Friday, that Friday we have a short show. Brian mm-hmm. driving up there for a short show. Well, it was the 16th, actually, as Chris Morales just texted in our group text thread. It was the 16th that we agreed on. Yeah. 16th we is gonna, a Thursday, right? Yeah, we weren't going to have a show on the 17th until today. Because the Laker game got moved to later in the evening. Correct. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 uh, they're playing on ESPN now, so it's they're going to be the second game. First game, I believe, will be at uh, at uh, around seven, and then they'll tip off around like nine nine fifteen, right? Yeah. Okay, so I proposed that on the sixteenth. We all show up in the studio so that I could deliver the robes to those who actually want them. Now, by the way, <laughs> with regards to the robes, George, you put out a poll last week that asked, you know, are you a robe wearer? And 75% yeah, 75% people, said no. Yeah. What, I've, what I've learned is there actually are statistics to back this up. 70% of men do not have robes, according to a study. Um, who did that study? I don't know. 70%. However, what I have found recently is if you're a man who's part of that 70% and you get a robe and you try it on, you're like, ooh, I like this. This feels good. This is interesting. This is a different deal for me. You know what? I think I'm going to try it. So I think we can together take that 70 number and easily get it under 50%, but you got to play the game. you got to try it out because you're one of the 70% right now. Well, apparently Mason wants a robe. He he's says got he's going to be in studio that day. He's getting one. He's, Mason okay. is getting a robe. Okay. He's getting your robe. Sedano. No, 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 yeah, there no, you no go. I committed it. I committed Sedano's robe to a listener. Okay, there you go. He's well, that's even better. Robe. Give it to a listener, yes. Oh, Laura doesn't want the Mason robe. Mason is not going to wear kidding. a robe that says the Sedano and Cap show. Yeah, he will. That's right. Yes, he will. He will. He will. He's a, He's a team player. He's a total supporter of the Sedano and Cap show. I think so. I hope so. I think Mason is, yeah, I think so. Although Laura, he ratted you out, Laura, no to uh, Briona's uh, oh, no. today. Yeah. Did he? I mean, I kind of ratted myself out to Briones. I was like, look, this is what happened. And he was not happy about it. And as we heard, he was not yeah, He put his daughter to work it. again. Yeah. He needs to start paying, might they? Seriously. She runs on the station more than he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, so Cap, we'll see if you become the first person ever in the history of 710 ESPN to go 0-5 in picks against the spread. Well, so. it, 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 based on the way things are trending right now, 0-4 in the NFL. 0 for 1 in my college play. Did you also pick like St. Vincent, St. Mary against Sierra Canyon or something? I don't know. I'm just guessing. I did not, but I will let you know something, George, that on Saturday night while you were out there grinding and hustling, I was watching your performance on ESPN, whatever, whichever one it was on. Two, I believe. From a restaurant. I was like, hey, my boy George is up there. He's calling that game right there. And they're like, who's playing? I'm like, I don't know, like that high school against that high school. They're like, you sure that's not the Lakers? I'm like, no, it's just the Lakers floor. Correct. Yeah. Although the Laker girls were there. They did perform. Seemed like there were a lot of stars there. I, you know one thing I love about the basketball community that does it better than any other sports community? They represent for each other. That, right. And so when high school teams are playing, and I got it, it's LeBron's kid, and I got it, these are big name, big brand high school basketball programs. But it's interesting to see all these guys show up. It's one thing to see Russell Westbrook and LeBron. It's another thing to see Chris Paul show up, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, and um, there's a young lady that they showed up. There was a girls' game before that. Um, Sierra Canyon has a young lady named Juju Watkins. Thir- she scored 39 points. She wow. was incredible um, in that. Like she, she's going to be a big time Division One uh, college basketball player too. I mean, there was clearly a lot of talent on display uh, across the board that day. It was a fun day of basketball. But to your point, right? Carmelo Anthony was there. Rondo was there. Russell Westbrook was there. Zach Randolph was there. LeBron obviously was there. Chris Paul, uh, came in for the game, you know, cause Bronny is his, uh, godson. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, yeah, there was a lot of people there. That is really cool. Um, and by the way, again, my whole weekend thus far, over four in NFL picks over one on my big college play of the weekend. And it all started it all started Friday night 
with the Lakers and the Clippers. That's where it all began. My first right, that's where L, it all began and ended for you, really. Yeah, my first big L of the weekend yeah. was the Lakers losing yeah. to the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, Man. Luke Kennard basically ended you. Luke Kennard was out of his mind. Seriously, yeah. that guy was bombing threes, particularly in the fourth quarter. He was incredible. I'll tell you another guy who really kind of su- surprised me, impressed me, whatever you want to say, Isaiah Hartenstein. Yo, that guy going around LeBron. I mean, we talk about the Lakers not being a good defensive team. That dude going right around LeBron and two-hand dunking. And granted, he's seven feet tall. I got it. But still, no defense late in crunch time. Yeah, it was a rough one. It was, uh, it was a rough one for you, a rough loss for them. I'm sure Laura was furious. Laura, you didn't seem happy either on the text chain because there's any team you hate them losing to, I feel like, even though they're playing the Celtics tomorrow, which is their biggest rival, um, I don't think there's any debate about that. But I feel like for Laura, the Clippers' losses sting more, it feels like. I was so upset because I really thought they were going to win that game. And we, were, we only lost by four, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we... No, they did what they always do. Well, at least this season. Disappoint me. Disappoint yeah. me. They were very, very disappointing. At um, what point can we completely panic about the Lakers in all seriousness? Like, I'm there I mean, completely panic. I mean, they're yeah. going to make the playoffs, so there's yeah, but that. Like, but, I, but where are they going? I, I, I think. Well, okay, that that is a conversation we can have. I think, look, the trade deadline is basically, if they don't get anything done at the trade deadline and they're still middling after that, then you can start to panic for sure. But, but until then, and you're talking about right before the All-Star break, so you got till February still. I mean, gosh, there's like two months at least. Um, before panic, right? That is different. That is a different word to use. And you know what? We could tackle that a little bit on the other side, and we could kind of take a look at the weekend that was. But I, I do want to that, – that is a great question, Cap, because there are some things that I saw, and Lindsay has the, the numbers on this, so we'll, we'll dive into it on the other side. So, some positives from the Lakers. I know there's not a lot to take Can't from them at the moment. Those. But there are some positives. Lindsay, Lindsay was able to dig up some positives about the Lakers. We'll do that on the other side. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I mean, this is definitely a stadium arena anthem. I don't know if it's something I've heard. Have you heard this in a long time, though? Not this version. I mean, this is like the original 69 version that Chris was just talking about. Right. But I do remember being a kid. And going to a, I went to a few NHL games when I was a kid with my dad. This is brief stopover for our family in Denver, Colorado. This is before the Colorado Avalanche. There was the Colorado Rockies, not the baseball team, the NHL hockey team. They moved to New Jersey and they became the Devils. My dad and I used to go to these games. And on the rare, and I mean rare occasion, George, that the Rockies actually won a hockey game, we would sing that song. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey. I didn't know it was a real song. I just thought it was like a stadium anthem. But right. I feel like they one. play it whenever a guy gets like ejected from oh, a game. Oh, they do definitely yeah. still do that. Yeah. yeah. When there's somebody gets tossed, that is a good uh that get that does get played then. Um but yeah, I don't hear the song very often anymore. But it's certainly something I associate with stadiums more so than the song. Although the song is also in uh what's the uh football movie that Denzel 
Denzel Washington's the coach. Uh, Friday Night Lights. Remember the Titans. Remember yes. the Titans. There you yeah. go. I mean, it was yeah. one it's of the in two, that. Yeah. It's in that movie too. So and 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 the original version that we just heard there plays in the movie. But like, what is like your favorite like stadium arena anthem? Ooh, this is a good one. This is good. Um, there are a few songs that, if they come on like the radio, I would not probably stick around to hear them. But if I hear them in an arena or a stadium, I'm into them. Example, um, Ozzy Osbourne. You an Ozzy Osbourne fan, George? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ozzy Osbourne fan-ish. This song right here, Crazy Train. Yeah, it's it, it definitely gets played in football stadiums for sure. Yeah. If I was if and I was hockey arenas, road, hockey yeah. arenas, yeah, right. Yeah. If I were driving down the road and this song came on, I'd be like, next. But in a stadium, this song gets me hyped. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I'll give you another one. Yeah. I used to love Guns N' Roses. Okay. okay? I love Guns N' Roses. But when this song "Welcome to the Jungle" comes on at a stadium, this song gets me hyped. I love yeah. this song in a stadium or in an arena. Yeah. But not necessarily like driving down the road listening to the radio. Because it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Great. Yeah. Yeah. There was a song back in the old days, and I say old days, many years ago, my San Diego days, I, I did almost, I mean, I did so many, I broadcast so many Charger games. Mm -hmm. And there was a song by The Who. I think it's called Eminence Front. It's the one where... It, is it Eminence Front? Oh, yeah, this song. They used to play this before every home game down in San Diego at Qualcomm Stadium. This song would come on before the player introductions, and the whole stadium would lose its mind and go berserk for this song. I don't know what it was about this. I've never heard why. it played in other songs. I've never heard it played in other stadiums. I don't know. Does uh, anybody this song know reminds this one? me of the show Entourage for some reason. Mm-hmm. They had uh, it was either in an episode or one, so it was it's definitely been in an episode maybe even in the movie I don't know but it was uh it was definitely part of the entourage soundtrack Yeah this song would get me crazy before a game I don't know why This song really? yeah, the you crazy wow. Yeah the instrument it would just the whole I'm telling you guys I know it's hard to believe because when you listen to it right now you're not like it's not like crazy trainers not like welcome to the jungle Yeah but just the whole stadium would lose their mind when this song would come on yeah, well, I, so I've been to Boston Garden where mm -hmm. they play Jump Around. Yeah, that's uh, a good from one. House of right? Pain, mm -hmm. and then they have obviously the what's the name of that song? The you know the Irish song that they play. You know the shipping uh, back to Boston. That one. Wait huh? a second. Wait, what? Shipping back to Boston. What was that? The that he just okay. Yeah, that song. Now you guys know that when I do my versions, you know, people actually know what the songs are that I'm trying to make the noises of. No, but I'm not trying to actually. I don't know what, how to do it, so I'm not claiming. But see, the difference between you and me is that you're claiming that you what you're doing is accurate. I'm not. Right. And right. this is it right here. Yeah, I would never have known it based on the way you two guys. Right, because he I, would. It goes. He went. <laughs> sounds just like it. Yes. See, thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> Wait. Let me let me hear it one more time, George. Let me hear your version. That's actually pretty good. I knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah, well, she I named the song. I didn't know. Right, she did name the song, she so it couldn't have been that bad. What's the name of the song, Linz? Shipping Back to Boston. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't and get it's, that. And uh, it's, yeah, so when you go to the Celtics arena, and maybe some Laker fans have been there, you know, in the past, like they've gone to see a Laker game there or whatever. Um, yeah, they play this song in the fourth quarter. Everybody gets all crazy. You know, it's Boston, Irish people, you know, it goes nuts.
But well, uh, that's no yeah. rendition of my Missy Elliott. Ding, 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 You know, you know what Thank song is that. good? What that song I like? So there are a number of songs that I like, and I'd love to hear from the audience on this at eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Like, which is like the a song that makes you feel like you're at a game. Um, I mean, obviously here in L.A., it's, you know, I love L.A., right? You know, that, that song is iconic, right? So, um, you know, I, I don't think there's any question about that. What about a song like uh, Sweet Caroline? Has that become Sweet Caroline like is a Boston. That's like Red now? Sox. Yeah, that's like a Red Sox thing. They play you know, that at Red Sox but, but you know what's annoying Neil is like Diamond. it becomes a Red Sox thing and then other people take it and it's not theirs, you know? It's the Red Sox. But other stadiums use it now because everybody can jump in. Sweet Caroline, ba ba ba. So that's that's a song that plays in like every stadium in the country. Nah, nobody plays Sweet Caroline no. here though. That's definitely mm-hmm. a Boston thing. Like it's just again, you know, these, these Boston people—they're very territorial about these songs. I'm telling you, lots and lots and lots of stadiums. Um, use Seven it. Nation Army is definitely a song that gets played everywhere. Oh, that's Seven the Nation worst. Army. Which one is that? How's that one go? It goes this song. Uh, yeah, I know. This now one. I remember this one. The first time I heard it at an arena uh, or a stadium was actually when LeBron played with Wade and Bosch. Like this used to be their intro song um, when they won the year when they won those championships, which was kind of cool. Um, but then everybody started playing it after that. Because well, that's it my point popular. about Sweet Caroline. Everybody's using it. It's not theirs. It's it's supposed to be Boston. Yeah, but it's really Boston's. Like it's not that song's not Miami's. Like they don't claim it as theirs. You know what I mean? Like Boston claims Sweet Caroline like as yeah. theirs. The Red that's Sox. Why it's lame that other people use it. It's lame. Okay, fair that. enough. Oh, yeah. you know which song I like too? Yeah. Victory by Puff Daddy. But I think he was Puff Daddy back then, and it was definitely Biggie. Um, you know what song? You know that song, Laura, right? Victory from Biggie and Puffy. I do. I'm trying to find it in our. <laughs> oh, do we have it? Can you, can you do it? Yeah. Can you do a rendition, George? No. Come on. No. The way you pulled out that other one, that no. Boston thing, was really good. There it is. I, you can't because it's just it's it's this. Though you would like it because it's a lot of Biggie going. Uh, yeah. Uh. See, me and oh, Biggie. Wait. Is this from the terrible Godzilla movie? I think it is. I didn't watch Godzilla, so I don't know. But this uh, song gets same. played at a lot of at a lot of buildings too. Hey, by the way, speaking of movies, just yeah. telling you guys right now, be prepared. Just just so everybody knows. Yeah. When the new Spider-Man movie comes out, yeah. which is coming out really soon, guess who's going to see it? Not you. No, me. Not oh. me. And you know why, Laura? <laughs> because my daughter and my son both were like, oh, my God. The minute that Spider-Man movie comes out, we're going. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, we are. We're going. Because yeah. I love yeah. the movies. I'm Did going. Did you know that people mm. were paying thousands of dollars mm-hmm. for those tickets on the secondary market? You're really? Kidding. Yeah, yeah. I don't on know eBay why and stuff because I guess they were sold out right away and you couldn't find tickets and yeah because they came out like a week ago and people oh. someone paid like ten grand for one. Ugh. My ten brother, grand. I thought my brother was joking when he told me no, that. Look it no up. lie. It's true. Yeah, ten wow. grand. Nah, I passed for ten grand. Mm-mm. No, I'll wait till the next day. I'll wait till the, I'll wait till the eighteenth rather than the seventeenth. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know what I can get a ticket, please. Yeah, right. uh, Mason is Texas. Says he his, his his favorite song is Gary Glitter, uh, which is Rock and Roll Part Two. Not to be confused with Rock and Roll Part One, obviously. That is a good song for stadiums. I was thinking. Oh, that's a great one. That's a good one. That's a good one, George. Right there. That now that one. As soon as you did it, I got it. That one's easy though. That's a very hockey song, I feel very like. Very hockey. No? Very, yeah, very, very hockey. hockey. Yep. Yeah. Very hockey. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Hey. So hit us up. Your favorite uh stadium song anthem in honor of uh 
na 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 hey hey goodbye. I think that is the name of the song. <laughs> In honor <right>? of that. <laughs> yeah, it's that is the name of the song though. That. It's called na 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 hey hey goodbye and then something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, na 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 hey hey hey. Everybody knows that, but that's it's funny that that's the actual title because I feel like if Kaplan created a song, that would also he would just do the title <laughs> like that too. Well, because it's a strong it's a strong lyric and you know, I like a song with a strong lyric. Na right. na na na. Yeah. yeah. Na 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 na. Hey 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 goodbye. Yeah. It's na right. na hey hey kiss him goodbye. Kiss him goodbye. That's See? the name of the song. Kiss him there goodbye. There you go. See, they, there's no need for the kiss him. There's right. no kiss him ever, in that song. I don't think I've ever heard the word kiss before. Yeah, now. I would agree. Uh, all right, so hit us up. Favorite stadium arena anthems in honor of na 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 hey 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 kiss him goodbye. Uh, in the anniversary today, 1969, it was released. But we didn't get to the Lakers stuff. So Lakers. Lindsay has a glimmer of hope for you. We'll have that stat for you coming up in just a second. Stick around. We'll be back in three minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, there we go. Here's a stadium anthem for you. Little Randy Newman. Sorry, I'm just a little consumed right now with cookies. I'm thinking about cookies right now. And how much I love a good chocolate chip cookie fresh out of the oven, nice and soft and chewy and mushy with a nice cold glass of, like, fat-free milk, you know? Um, although I've moved into a little bit of the almond milk world, George. I don't know if you're much of a Oh, I've been drinker. in almond milk for, like, a decade, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been all of a sudden doing some of that unsweetened almond milk, which is pretty milk good is with a cookie. Milk is bad for you. Yeah, I don't drink milk very frequently, but um, when it, with a cookie, with like a nice Oreo cookie or a chocolate chip cookie. But I will say, an undercooked cookie, no good, because then it's really just warm cookie dough. You know, and I know a lot of people will eat that? cookie dough. Well, I know a lot of people eat cookie dough plain, right? Do you ever do that? Uh, yeah, sometimes. See, I don't do that. I may, I may put it in the oven and make me a circular cookie, cookie dough guy. So then it just becomes mushy, and then it's just it's just like oh warm no, see I dough. I like I like a cookie with like a mushy chocolate like chocolate chunks in it, not just chips like chunks of chocolate in it. If you're gonna give me a cookie, give me something that melts and I open it and it just like pours out, oozes chocolate. Like give me that. I love yeah, that but not fall apart though, not break in half. Like I mean, it's just 
I'm just I have an ongoing argument with my my daughter who every day she makes cookies and I'm like they're undercooked. They need like two more minutes. But we have this difference of uh, of our preference, so I lose on that one. Kind yeah, of the way I, I've lost it, all my games so are far. Are there this great cookie places like just specifically? I know there's like a lot of cupcake places in LA. Um but are there like good cookie places? Like legitimately, pl- like I know that there's like an insomnia cookie uh, out in like uh, like you know the West Hollywood area. Like what about milk? In- yeah, oh, you mean there. milk? Like as in the cookie maker? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know, you th- but there, I feel like now is it like different than the one that's like? Cause that's like a little bit of a chain, is it not? Well, they 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 have a store. They have stores in L.A. and then they now that I think they sell them in some stores. I know they sell them in like Whole Foods, maybe. But I'm, th- I'm pretty sure they started here. Yeah, but they've also they also have them in like New York. You know what I mean? Like I don't so, think that they're like just like a mom and pop like cookie place. I have one. It's not in L.A. But yeah. it's I mean, really just the good. L.A., the Southland. It's uh, it's called yeah. Milk and Cookies. It's a mom and pop shop. It's mm-hmm. super cute. It's in yeah. Newport Beach. Oh, really? Literally, like, by Close where Sharky's and all. I know it is, but it's so... When I used to go to Sharky's a lot in Newport, you know, because your girl liked to party back in the day. But um, they had just popped up, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And I met the owner, super cool guy. Yeah. Back in the day, there was a place when I lived in... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, Kat. back in the food court days in the mall, like there used to always be, what was the name of those cookie places in the mall? Miss Fields. Oh, oh Mrs. Oh, Fields. Oh, Mrs. Right. Fields. Or, yeah, Mrs. Fields. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's like They're that. still there. Oh, yeah. they are? Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to a mall Bergman like just sent years. me one called Milk Jar Cookies. It's on uh, Wilshire. Um, oh, that's in, in LA. In the like, La Brea area. Um, yeah, it's, uh, so there's that one. That's good. Ooh. He says they're delicious. Um, there one. was a... Pl- there was a place when I lived in Pasadena. I'm pretty sure there was a place called Treat Yourself. Treat <laughs> uh, like yourself. the like the phrase in uh, the park in the show Parks and Rec. Um but that it was like in Glendale. Um and I'm pretty sure that place was there. There was a lot I mean cookies i feel like that's an underserved business because there's a lot of cupcake companies, right? Like if you're in the cupcake business now, you got a lot of competition, right? Yeah, there are a lot of cupcake places. You know, it's funny you're mentioning this. It's just reminding me. You know who, who got into the cookie business because he decided his cookies were the best cookies and he thought he could make millions of dollars off of them? Who's Was that? Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon went into the cookie business. He thought he had, like, some, some really dope recipe about cookies that no one else had, and he went into the cookie biz, and I don't think it ever succeeded. But sometimes, you know, that's the way it is. People are like, I make the best cookies. I'm going to start a cookie shop. I don't feel like there are enough cookie shops around. I think you're right. There's too many cupcakes and not enough cookies. Because I don't yeah. really love cupcakes. You don't? I don't like the way you have to hold them, and then there's all the frosting on top, and then you go to bite them, and you get frosting up your nose. I don't know. I just uh, I feel like I'm a more of a cookie guy than a cupcake guy. How would you characterize mm. yourself? I I mean, I'm equal opportunity, cupcake or, uh, you, know, uh, you know, cookie. Like oh, I, 50-50. I, I don't shun either, to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, give them, give them both to me. I'll take them both. How about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm an 80-20 guy. 80 cookie, yeah. 20, 20 cupcakes. Lindsay, cookie or cupcake? I prefer cupcakes. Okay. Uh, Lauda? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Cap. One. I'm a cookie, because I'm not a sweet tooth person. No, so, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cookie. Yeah. Cookie yeah. for sure. Cookie yeah. over cupcake. Uh, okay. Too. All right. So, Lindsay, what are the uh, cool, what are the, the positive stats? that we could take away from the Lakers despite their challenging start to the season so far. Well, wait, the one the one that stood out to me was when LeBron's playing center specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when he's on the floor with Carmelo, Russell Westbrook, Wayne Ellington, and Malik Monk, 
They've played 12 minutes together this season and have a 44.9 net rating. I mean, granted, very small sample size. Yeah, 12 but, minutes. But, I mean, listen, you know, it, they just started tinkering with it. You know what I mean? But if that lineup is that effective, it may be something you deploy in situations where you either are down or you want to expand the lead a little bit, right? Like, I, I, I do think, and I heard LeBron, we have the sound, right, of LeBron saying why he he likes playing center at this stage of his career. Do we have that? Can we can we take a listen to LeBron? Responsibilities uh, on both ends kind of change. Um, um, <clears throat> center. Yeah, I think, um, you know, being a, I'm able to bark out the commands. Um, and uh, besides tonight where I was, uh, I was pretty shit on the defensive end tonight. Uh, just my rhythm and, and, and my keys and things of that nature. Um, but besides that, I, I get an opportunity to kind of um, tell the guys that, uh, in front of me because I'm the back line of defense. I'm able to let them know exactly what's coming, you know, so we can kind of stay above everything that's happening. We can kind of, you know, I, I can see everything that's developing. So um, it's been uh, pretty good um, for us this year when we've had myself and Melo at the four and the five. Besides those, uh, you know, first five minutes or whatever, six minutes of the fourth quarter uh, where I was pretty bad. But um, we've been that's been a pretty good lineup for us, especially defensively um, and also, also obviously offensively because we have so much space um, and so many shot makers on the floor. Well, a couple things stick out here, Cap. Number one, it allows, as you heard, LeBron basically to play free safety a little bit, right? And well, like sir, our middle linebacker, thinking. right, yeah. in some mm -hmm. ways. Um and it surrounds him with an incredible amount of shooting outside of Russ, uh, although it allows them to have Russ on the floor and be a playmaker. Um, so it is fascinating, but there is one name missing out of that right. lineup, right? Well, at least at least I was thinking that, and that and I hope we're thinking the same way here. There was no no mention of Anthony Davis there. That well, in that thinking? particular lineup, they're, they're obviously right. Well, yeah, right. But but what I'm thinking to myself when I'm hearing LeBron talk about this is. When he starts to build the roster around him and he's playing center, AD's not on the floor. I got it, smaller lineup. I get that. But isn't AD really supposed to be, A, your number two best player, and B, he should be the center? Now, again, I got it, smaller lineup. We're trying to adjust some things here. We're tinkering. We're messing. I got it. But what name were you thinking was omitted no no Anthony Davis is not in that lineup and it has been successful sure um I I do think look I, I again very small sample size theater here so I don't want to necessarily jump the gun here uh but yeah like it, it, it I bet you that they if I were Frank Vogel because you're not going to have this crazy great defensive team out there regardless of who you put out there for the most part right they're going to leak somewhere on defense um, and you need Anthony Davis for his defense, just like you need Dwight Howard in a lineup occasionally for his defense, right? But you definitely need Anthony Davis for both more than just his defense, clearly his offense too, although he is struggling with his shot uh, this season thus far. But there's probably going to have to be a need to create multiple lineups, uh, particularly one when LeBron sits, right? When Le I mean, LeBron's not going to play 48 minutes, you know, so he's going to probably play like mid-30s. So there's going to be 13 minutes in there where Anthony Davis – can be, you know, have a lineup crafted around him that accentuates his strengths. Yeah, this is, um, Lindsay, you said they've played a total of 12 minutes so far together in that lineup, right? That is correct. Yeah. How about let's, let's see what happens when they're playing that lineup for a lot more than 12 minutes. I'd be real curious. Man, I'm so disappointed in what the Lakers, the way they performed on Friday night against the Clippers. That was a major, major letdown. I mean, that's not Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. 
That's Luke Kennard dropping bombs late in the game. Scored, I think it was 17 of his 19 points in the game in the fourth quarter. Luke Kennard just off the bench 24 minutes and just crushing the Lakers. And, hey, it's good to hear LeBron admit it when he's not good because he wasn't, especially defensively. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's pretty honest about his game. You know what I mean? Like, when he has a bleep game, he'll – I mean, you heard him. He literally will tell you just right there. (laughs) So, I I mean, I I, I will say this. I do think it'll be fascinating to see if they tinker with stuff, though. Um, All right, real quick. Let's sneak through these these calls very quickly. Uh, Just give us the song that makes you think arena or stadium. Daniel, Expo Park. Daniel, what do you got? Uh, so this was from back in the day for the Dodgers. They used to have a home run song whenever they hit a home run. Anybody from the team is called uh, Kern Craft 400. I think only Chris Taylor does it. When oh, he yeah. Does home run, he goes, da 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 Yeah, it, it's Kern Craft 400. Yeah, of course. I remember that song. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one. All right, excellent. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Let's sneak in Christian in Riverside. Christian, what's your song? Hey, guys. So, yeah, so the, I don't know the name of the song, but I'll, I can sing it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yes, this will be better. Great. Let's this do it this great. way. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. So, yeah, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh. Oh, oh, ooh, ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. zombie nation, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, there you go. That that's a song. Yeah, yeah. Not that to be confused with Current Craft 400, which the artist is called Zombie Nation. But thank you, appreciate. It. Good ears, uh, right there, George, and good tune by the gentleman. Yes, yes. I'm not yeah. sure. I heard Actually, that. it is the same. Now the same song, Current Craft 400, right? Zombie, yeah. whatever. Isn't, it's, doesn't it go zombie bum, 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 No, no, different song. That's oh. a, yeah, different song. Oh, it sounded the same to me. Yeah. That's Seven Nation Army. Yeah. 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 Current Craft 400 is the is that the zombie nation. Yeah. And it goes. Oh. 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 Don't. Well, well, okay, now I got it. I'm with you. Okay, now I'm there. I'm there. Took me a little while. Good job. It's not like my Missy Elliott, but pretty good. All right, keep it coming. Give us the song or songs that make you think of a stadium in honor of Nana Nana Hey Hey Hey's anniversary today, made in 1969 or debuted in 1969. Also, give me good cookie places here in L.A. Uh, Mason has one. Mason says, Didi Reese in Westwood. I have not been to D.D. Reese, but I have heard of it. I, I, you know what? When I go to a UCLA game this year, I'm going to stop in there and check that out. All right, 877-710-ESPN. Coming up next, uh, the Rams get a win, but didn't matter. To some, it didn't. To others, it does. I'll tell you why I think it does. We'll get to that on the other side. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time. Uh, she parties all the time. Wait, are we on? Are we on the air? <sighs> Why'd you ruin oh. Eddie, man? Come oh, on, let I Eddie was, sing. I, just, I didn't think we were on the air. I was just jamming out, man. Yeah. I love it when Eddie's holding his hand to his left ear. 
you know, while Rick James is in the control room, like, oh, yeah, brother, sing it to me. And Eddie's like, oh, I am into it. I am bringing the soul to this song. Love, Eddie. Hi. Eddie Murphy. I know you, Eddie. I know you, Eddie. Eddie Murphy. Love, Eddie Murphy. Don't say the next line. I can't say it, unfortunately. Yeah. Can't say that. Yeah. What was, Eddie, your favorite, Ed- what was your favorite Eddie? What was your favorite Eddie on SNL? You got one? I mean, it's Gumby. Oh, God. I'm Gumby, damn it. Yeah. I'll have a Maury Amsterdam sandwich. I'm Although, Gumby, damn it. The greatest Eddie Murphy movie, you know, this, this is why the sequel is so disappointing, is Coming to America just because he played so many damn characters. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I did like James Brown's Celebrity Hot Tub. Yeah, on, James uh, Brown's Celebrity Hot Tub is excellent as well. Also, um, the Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Really good one. Yeah. I loved Eddie Murphy on SNL. Yeah. Um, he was excellent. I think he's the greatest of all time to do it. Um, I think there are plenty of people that would agree. There are some that would disagree, but, um, I mean, he's clearly the most talented person to ever walk through there. So, uh, I don't watch Saturday Night Live very often anymore. Never I mean, it's gotta anymore. be like a special reason, um, for me to watch. Although I hear this cast is actually very good. So, I just never watch anymore. I just, I'm like either sleeping I'm or I'm doing or something. something. Yeah. Or I'm watch, watching, yeah, something. watching a, right. I'm watching a movie. Yeah. Unlike you. Well, right. I'm not watching a movie, but. All right. Until your daughter drags you to Spider-Man. Correct. Then I'm going. Then I'm um, so we were talking about cookies, mm-hmm. um, local places that have cookies here. Now, Karen mentioned crumbles, and uh, Pritam tweets us uh, and says, yes, Kiki, with the correct answer, that that's the case. Now, Starfish at Coffee says AMPM has very, quote, underrated I mean, cookie game. Come listen, on, Starfish. Man. Come on. Listen, really? AMPM serves a purpose for many things. Gas. I, I don't think that their version whatever their version of cookies are are the thing that i would go there for well that's certainly not why i'm going there gas and then maybe i have to go into the convenience store but you know i look at the things that are available like those burgers or those sausage egg cheese sandwich things they do hot dogs on a roller dude i'm out on all that yeah no i'm not messing with that um so there's another place called zoe's uh or maybe it's zoe's z-o-o-i-e-s uh, people are recommending. I don't know what uh, you know where where it is. It looks like it's just like uh, oh, I'm looking at the address here now. It's like just uh, north of the ten, just north of Culver, Culver City. Well, we'll definitely um, take the so, cookie suggestions. Now this one looks interesting. Someone sent this to me called Bake Some Noise. That's um, a good name. I mean that that is a great name actually. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see where it is. Uh, Windsor Square. It says here. Um, so yeah, I, I mean that. I mean, I'm looking at the menu. It looks delicious. They like sandwich the cookies together. Oh man, that does look good. Uh, yeah, I love me a good cookie, um, and I love a lo- and I love repping like the local places. Like no disrespect to the chain places. Chain places are fine, um, but I love me a little mom and pop place. What's this but, guy right here? He says a place called the Cookie Plug. Oh yeah, he does. Right, I see that there too. Yeah. Uh, so plug. now Starfish and Coffee is trying to, uh, you know, justify his AMPM cookie thing. It says three for a dollar, chocolate chunk, salted caramel, too much good stuff, no mistakes made. <laughs> well, when you're breaking out the AMPM slogan, too much good stuff, they've really made quite an impact on our man Starfish and Coffee. Yeah, Tim, way to yeah. go, man. Yeah, maybe they make good coffee as well. I don't know. You know, I again AMPM for gas. Really nothing else. I've never really... Again, I'm out on gas station food in general. Now, that's not to... I, actually, I shouldn't say that, okay? 
Because I have actually seen some gas stations that have like a kitchen area in the back. Like, not like the thing that sits on that little roller heater mm -hmm. thing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, not like the taquitos or the hot dogs that sit there for hours upon hour. I'm talking about, like, I've been, I've been to gas stations that have like a legit little like kitchen area yeah. where it's like a side hustle business yep. and they're making like tacos out of mm -hmm. there or they're making like pizza in an oven back there. Like, some mm -hmm. of that stuff I've seen that's good. There's actually a place. <laughs> There's actually a place where I grew up in Miami that I've seen that has like a little like Spanish tapas place with like a whole little section of wine that you can buy. It's got like five tables that like, you would never think. It's at a shell station. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. But That's here fine. in LA, I have seen some taquerias in a, in a gas station and I've seen some pizza stuff going on. So like, you know, if you have a separate kitchen thing, sure. But I, I think you're referring to the stuff I'm re referring to, Cap, which is like yeah. the little oven thing where they yeah. just put like hot dogs and done out on that i don't like it yeah. when the hot dogs turn brown and they're all wrinkly and gross yeah, but no. there's a there's a lady up in mission viejo at a shell yeah. station who um she's lebanese her name is jomana and when i walk in there every time i walk in she's like oh try this try that and she's got the bomb food and she's got her own little cafe in the gas station yeah. Total side hustle. That, that's the way to do it, to do a cafe. Now, Corey Anderson says, try Coco's lip-smacking cupcakes in Lakewood. She's got cupcakes and cookies that are fire. Three fire emojis from Corey. Wow. I like the, the use of the word fire. That's very good. Because when I said yeah. something about AMPM earlier and I said gas, I didn't mean gas as in cool. I meant gas as in gasoline. Yeah. Now, the Rams stepped up, uh, put their foot on the gas yesterday on the Jaguars, much to your chagrin since you picked the Jaguars. But... Um, I, I liked what I saw. Look, they ran the ball more. You like that. There was more play action, which is what I've been calling for, right? I feel like they're both correlated. Um, you know, the offense, granted against the Jaguars, you know, I, I almost felt like they treated that like a regular season game, clearly that counted, but almost like a get-right game, a preseason-style kind of game where it's like, hey, here's the game we need to try stuff so that way we can do it in an actual game situation and hopefully turn it around and make, make inroads for the rest of the schedule that gets more difficult. I thought the exact same thing watching this game, that the Rams knew we are significantly better than a team that's traveling cross-country with a rookie quarterback with a first-year NFL head coach, with a brand-new staff that had just been assembled, with a team that can't win a game to save its life. I mean, they've won a couple, but still, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And I thought that the Rams yesterday said, look, what do we need to get back to? Number one, running the football. Sony Michelle, 24 carries, 121 yards, average five yards per carry. Mm -hmm. The Rams must be able to run the football if, assuming they have to go on the road and play in inclement weather in a place like Green Bay. The other part of it is they controlled the clock. They, they won the time of possession battle almost two to one. So for me, running the ball and time of possession are two really important stats. But I will just say this, George. This win against Jacksonville did nothing, zero for me. It, it doesn't make me feel any better about the Rams than the previous three weeks. Winning against the Jaguars is like the Lakers beating the Sacramento Kings. They're supposed to do that. So it was a good win. Like you said, run the ball, time of possession. Nice to see Aaron Donald actually have an impact on the game. I don't know about the rest of you guys. For me, didn't do anything. Doesn't make me feel any better about the Rams right oh, now. Oh, no, no, I, I do. I, I think you got to start somewhere, man. And, and here's the thing. I, you know, we could tackle it on the other side uh, because I want to get into, I think the Rams 
are actually well positioned to make a run right now. And 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 I'll explain what that's about in a second. And I'm also out on the Raiders. Like I'm officially out. That's it. I know I've been in and out a few times. I'm officially out. And I, I got to get to all that. So don't forget uh, to get to to stick around for that. Plus, we've got Million Dollar Mondays. You get your chance to win a million dollars. All you got to do is listen because we're doing show-related trivia as we do every day. 545, your chance to win Million Dollar Mondays. Million Dollar Monday, 545. You got to tune into the whole show because it's going to be show-related trivia that you got to answer. That, and we'll get to why I think the Rams are positioned in, in a good spot right now and why the Raiders are toast. Next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 